Welcome to Jay's Corner. My name is Jay O. I am a certified financial planner. I'm also the author of Maximize Your Medicare, the published book. Jay's Corner is there to try to explain how certain financial matters work, to try to help you separate the signal from the noise, so that when something changes, you're not distracted wrongly, and instead, keep your eyes on the ball, which is tough to do given the way that we are given information. There's a free and paid newsletter. Go to jo.substack.com. There are two YouTube channels, Jay's Corner, as well as Maximize Your Medicare. Be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you digest your podcast. Be sure to leave your comments. Let's begin. All right, everybody. Welcome. It is what? It is already December. I think it's December 3rd is correct. Uh, Welcome to Jay's Corner. Maximize your Medicare, Jay's Corner on YouTube. So we're going to go quickly here as usual. Welcome. Please leave comments. Say hello in the chat. Uh, You can hear I've got a cold. I think just the fatigue uh, of a very, very long year. Deadlines. Here we are right away. Medicare deadlines are here. Annual election period ends on December 7th. Info at gh2benefits.com. They're in your chat. They're in the window. Vaccination season, of course. We'll have time. We'll make the time. Send your email today. If we have not vetted, if we have missed you for whatever reason, please do that. Uh, immediately. We do, ha- I'm just going to point out one thing here about Medicare, which is that this is the site for the, this is the official website, medicare.gov. In here is the plan finder. This plan finder this year has been a small disaster. It is the candid reality that we have had errors in here, left, right, and center when it comes to prescription drugs. Uh, let's just use Part D, just for a moment, we come in here, let's just presume, go really quickly here, and you'll see what the problem is. So this is a an insulin, and you can see here, uh, <laughs> strangely enough, you don't always add the generic, even though in most of the cases you do, this is one you do not, uh, a nuance that you would not know. This is the thing here. This cap, right? This is true. $35 is the cap. However, this is not being correctly displayed on Medicare.gov on the results. So as a result, we've had no shortcut but to check carrier by carrier, plan by plan. It's been terrible uh, to be candid with you. <coughs> and there's no, there's not an easy way around it which is why it's taking longer than usual in most years. Okay, so that's it for Medicare. Uh, I'm going to talk about a couple more things here about deadlines, and then I'm going to revert back to headlines about what we see in healthcare cost delivery and policy. You know that this isn't politics corner. That said, everyone's affected by policy changes, and that's the point of Maximize Your Medicare, certainly, as well as you know, the, the newsletter, be sure, 100%, be sure. I'm going to put it in the chat for the, a, billion, a billionth time. 
this their paid and free newsletter the url should be there in your chat um which is jo.substack.com okay very urgently here if you want to, this is for the pre-medicare crowd meaning that if you are interested in health insurance and you are not eligible for medicare then december 15th is your first checkpoint date you need to apply for health insurance by December 15th in order for coverage to begin on January 1st. Couple of things here. You need to use healthcare.gov or your portal in order to access the advanced premium tax credit, which is otherwise known as the subsidy, in order to get lower health insurance premiums as well as possibly lower out-of-pocket maximums as well as lower deductibles. This impact is enormous, right? It can be thousands of dollars a year. That is generally the case. You can easily see it, right? Which is APTC of $300 a month times 12 is $3,600. It is big. So I highly encourage the people use this. You can see our version, which is here. Health Sherpa, we get lots of inquiries on Health Sherpa. What happens here is when you fill out this form, we get the information. But the reality is, is we don't make phone calls just because I know that people are tired of phone calls. Once again, here, plans, and I have other videos here on, on the various channels. Let's call yourself 59 male and single let's just continue on and let's just say you have one per you're a single person you can see if you make forty thousand dollars a year yes five hundred and seventy six dollars a month is a possible tax credit you do need to be careful in order to fit the plan beyond today is the fact that choosing plans is something that people are not very good at right because people don't understand what health insurance actually is much less how it the mechanics actually work in here so if you keep going down here and we're going to remove out doctor and prescriptions just in the interest of time what we end up having is nope let's just look at 137 plans 137 plans in cook in chicagoland obviously enormous but you can see these are sticker prices. These are real. But then again, you can filter here and then make sure your doctors, in particular, doctor and hospital. I'm going to stop and give you a user tip, which is that generally speaking, I'm not as concerned with the prescriptions. Why? Because generally speaking, generally, right? And exceptions are going to exist always, is that generic drugs are not well covered. You can see it here. Generic drugs, $22, for example. And there's nothing against the Ambedder. This is a viable carrier. All the Actually, all the carriers here are going to be viable. They've been approved. This is the fact that it's a generic drug in $22. It can be if you are on the most generic medications. You can use the discount card. 
Um, and, and I encourage people to do that because if you are looking for very high quality drug coverage inside the plan, what you'll get is a far more expensive plan. And even then, these this price, for example, $25 is not a particularly good price. Yeah, you can be at $3. It's going to cost you, you can see it, $188 more a month. So be, you need to be careful here. Of course, again, info at gh2benefits.com if you want private assistance. As anything, and I tell even those persons with professional experience in financial matters, this is a different type of option. And as a result, care differences will be in the thousands. Let's continue. Lots of headlines here in the world. Medicare, let's start with Medicare. And here is kind of more of an illustration about how complicated health care delivery is in the United States. Things that we are not going to resolve. Medicare doctor payment cuts spur calls to Congress for relief. You can see it here. I did make a point of this on a prior video here on Max Manager Medi and the Max Manager Medicare channel. Finalize the rule, 4.5% pay cut. So in a day and age where there's inflation, you can understand why you know any persons are not going to be very thrilled. The largest payer of bills is cutting pay by 4.5%. In addition to that, is there is another payment being cut, right? Which is that, <clears throat> for example, yes, a separate 4%, 30 pays you go sequester, which is different on top of the 4%. So it's actually 8.5% cut to doctors. And now you can understand why the, all of the complications, perhaps you can understand it, why all the complications and controversy about Medicare as well as Medicare Advantage. Because now you can see the pressure that doctors are facing because of their cut in compensation if they accept the original Medicare. So is this, in fact, then de facto basically trying to get the total systematic cost of healthcare down? I don't think there's any question about that. That, of course, is a policy goal, a national goal. Finding an answer, however, just can't be that optimistic because of how complicated it is and the measures required draconian eight and a half percent cut so you can understand that if you are working as an everyday person hourly wage and so all of a sudden you got an eight and a half percent pay cut you'd be looking for another job unfortunately if you're a physician you don't really have that path right or and you what you will see is you will see the ama saying look a lot of people are going to drop medicare i don't think that's going to be practically possible Okay, so let's not go overboard. We're going to have lots of pushback and noise. That is undisputed. That's slightly different than saying, okay, I'm a doctor. I'm going to full stop, accept, stop accepting Medicare. 
there are 63 million, about 20% of the population, of which that population is the biggest payer of healthcare costs in the country because, you know, just your common sense tells you as we get older and everyone's getting older, that the cost that we would logically incur would be higher. I'm not splitting atoms. I try not to. There are lots of other headlines here that, you know, are going to talk about, okay, well, the CMS is going to counter with things like this. Oops. Things like this. Yes. That what we have is a bunch of programs behind the scenes, which are going to look like you need to go to particular networks. And here's, this is deep in the weeds. I'm not going to spend much time on it. But to be candid with you, I'm not overly convinced of this. And the reason is I that this kind of, these innovations have saved $70 million. $70 million. $70 million in, in the scheme of things of what is actually going on here is like, as a fraction, is almost nothing. It's almost nothing is to the candid reality. So as we, nevertheless, what can be back here are bonus payments when cost measures are hit. And so very, very deep in the weeds, and I'll stop here, which is I'm not convinced, I'm still not convinced that ACOs work. And this isn't evidence of it working for me, right? $70 million on... 10%, 15% healthcare cost of our G national GDP. I mean, that sounds like a day. You know, it, it's nothing. So I'm not overly swayed by this kind of comment. Now, there's a reason that I keep telling people that I need to keep you up to date. And a client, uh, you know, very highly educated client out of Ohio she is not a Medicare beneficiary, but she did send me this. She's heard me speak in public in the past. So I've been on many locations talking about the Re Inflation Reduction Act and the fact that this is going to put a hard cap on out-of-pocket maximum, $2,000 in 2025. Tremendous innovation for the persons who are Medicare beneficiaries, right, with very expensive medic prescription drug costs. Remember, this is the Part D prescription drug cost, not the medications you would receive in a healthcare setting, like infusion therapy. That does not count here. I'm talking about when you go to your pharmacy and buy. What happens here is that, yeah, and I spoke at the beginning of the annual election period about this, you know, off camera, not recorded, which is to say that, you know, this looks great. I don't know how the numbers fit and out come this article days later. And so you can see this is what, November 22nd. So what you have here is, you know, the, not me, but the very highly educated people, right? Economics professor at the University of Chicago. Okay, I don't need to know too much more, right? 
someone here on your channel, right, is from there. And I'm going to tell you that there's no faking being a professor at the University of Chicago in economics, right? No possible way. No way. But you can see the commentary here, which is the concern that's being raised here is because of these new measures, $2,000 maximum out of pocket. You can't increase your cost for prescriptions to above inflation or it goes to Medicare if you're the plan carrier. That the pressure being going to be put onto Part D is going to be extreme. And this was kind of out there in the back of my mind. I didn't make comment about it at the time. I did say so in private about how the numbers are going to actually fit together. I still am going to be very, very interested come in 20 in the coming years. And you can see it here in 2025, patients scheduled to cut sharply. The difference happened. The different, and here's the point: the difference we have to met up on premiums, but the statute inhibits third revenue source, which is also subsidized from increasing by more than six percent. That's hardly enough to cover inflation, let alone compensate for the two other revenue losses. So we're going to have to see how the numbers drop out, right? Because what has happened is because you're not going to have to pay above $2,000, that money's going to have to come from somewhere. And that's the point of this article here. The speculation here is that, and here's the estimate, the subsidies will be cut by $30 billion out of $110 billion. So if you're not going to have $30 billion, something will have to give. And this is the issue, is that the commercial reality is that, you know, if somebody asked me, Jay, you can start a prescription drug plan, I'll say path, hard pass, right? Because the moving parts are so complicated and the amount of margin that I could possibly make, and, and this is just Jay, you know, finger in the air, right, going, you know, this doesn't sound like a very good idea. You have to deal with all these regulations. You have to deal with this, that, and the other. You've got to then negotiate with prescription drug plans. And, oh, yeah, by the way, now all of a sudden, someone's got to eat the difference above 2000 a year, beginning in twenty five. And that this is the point of this article. Existing plans have room to cut benefits. Limits the ability to do so. So as our no obligation to take a loss, their choice is to exit the market from which the, all benefits disappear. Without having a crystal ball, this is certainly one of the possible paths. We have seen this right, already, which is that three years ago, you've had many more prescription drug plans is the reality, right? You've had 30 prescription drug plans. Now you're down to 20. Something in that area is a very good point estimate about how many prescription drug plans exist. We see a last resort might find in part C, even as unwittingly amputates standalone drug plans. And this is an issue, right? Which is what this means is that the professor's postulating here that, yeah, that the prescription drug 
plans, the Part D plans, right, can be limited. You could have people exiting the Part D market with the only financially viable solution for many Medicare beneficiaries being Medicare Advantage because the care can be fitting it themselves and padding them, their allowance to better superior prescription drug benefits. We have that today, okay? And what this professor seems to be saying without putting words into his mouth, right? His qualifications, again, undisputed, which is that, look, one way is that the per diem, the allowance that the Medicare Advantage carriers will be having, will be further plowing into prescription drug benefits to cover up the shortfall, which makes total sense. Nothing too complicated here except for the ripple effects. So while on one hand, I don't think that there's any doubt, the surface does is clear, which is that the Medic that the Inflation Reduction Act is a big win for Part D people, meaning people on prescription drug plans or people who require prescriptions and our Medicare beneficiaries. I think that's very clear that what you have is a ripple effect. We are yet to see the results. This probably changes the next edition of Max Fire Medicare notably because, and it's going to be a little bit interesting because what's going to end up happening is I'm going to have a 24-25 edition without actually knowing exactly what's going to be happening in 2025 in terms of the range of plans that are going to be available. I'm going to have to, you know, be putting some speculation in there about what to do in that instance. Either way, you're going to want to keep up to date, obviously. So while I'm not, a, again, while I'm not a politics person, that doesn't mean that we're not affected by policy change. And that's the point. That's one of the sub points of maximize your Medicare. Once you get down beyond, okay, I'm eligible for Medicare. I need to enroll in Medicare. I need to understand Medicare Advantage. I need to understand Medigap Part D. Then you've got other stuff. You, there are things you don't control. What don't you control? You don't control your DNA. You don't control demographic and fiscal reality. Those are points that I started out Maximize Your Medicare with those as the fundamental principles. Because while most persons are just in the camp of, okay, maybe I should cut down on the number of, of fifths of Jack Daniels I drink a day, okay, for health, and because they wrongly think of that health care equals health insurance, right? In addition to that, there are other inputs here which have to do with policy. Now, I very frequently, once I start down this path, I hear the pushback. Well, it shouldn't be that way because this, that, and the other. Again, wrong channel, right? I'm not here for policy debate about how the world should work. We can't agree on the city dog catcher in this country, right? So as a result, the idea that I'm going to be able to settle this amongst all of these stakeholders, 
with way more resources and way more access to data than I? No. Uh, that's for cocktail party talk. And even and, and in that, I, I, I won't engage because I know I won't be able to settle things. Okay. Let's switch course here a little because when we come to Medicare and all this type of thing, the other day I had a conversation with a person new to Medicare who helped their senior parents. Big shout out to these people. Paul, Susan, Randy, you know, because this type of stuff is overwhelming. I'm not disputing that, right? To choose through these plans, and this is Medicare.gov, right? So once you choose through these plans, even if you got through, you know, you're talking about choosing through Medicare Advantage here, of which there are 59 Medicare Advantage plans in Cook County, 59. How you're going to, to singularly choose the one that's best fitting. That doesn't make it hopeless. It doesn't. And it is rewarding. Because let's just go to here. So this is the spreadsheet that we sh I've shown. Today's corner, people are aware. Down here is health care costs. So what I've done here is put health and health care costs is including both you know, I'm going to not, this is a typo. So this is health related. So this includes both the cost of coverage plus health insurance. And you can see what has happened. You get to late 80s, you're on Medigap. Let's just take a quick example here. Uh oh, didn't want to see that, did I? Right, so now what you, you're having, and this happened, right? Just the other day, this happens. This is going to happen, all right? This is not a unique situation. This is common. We've got persons living to 90. So let's just call it 88 years old, right? Medigap premium, $490 a month. That's 490 times 12 is $5,880. Okay. Part D, let's just make it generic. Let's see, you know, Mr. or Miss Perfect, let's just call it $20. Right. And so that's obviously 20 times 12 is 240. Right. So total cost of cost of insurance then is what? What, what do we got in you, Math Jacks? 6120? Okay, and then what do you have? You've got out-of-pocket for Rx. And what else do you have? You've got the part to be deductible. And remember, under Medigap, let's just call it Plan G for the moment, right? If you are in this camp, then you, then you have to pay the $226, I want to call it, in... $226 in 2023. 20, and now you have your number, right? Which means what you have is total is, 
right? 6120. Just make sure. Let's just try and make this so it's readable for everybody here. 6120, right? Plus 226 for the Part B deductible. Plus RX out of pocket. And that's your formula. And now you can understand, right? Medicare Advantage, and now you can understand what has happened. Medicare Advantage, PPO. You've got out-of-pocket cost for RX. And for and here's your secret, which is that do not be surprised that your out-of-pocket costs for prescriptions under Medicare Advantage are lower than that under Part D. That is to be expected. And the simple reason is it has to do with the prior segment that I was mentioning under this article, right? Which is that the carriers are taking the extra per diem and padding the out-of-pocket cost for prescriptions intentionally. Of course they are. They're the smart guys in the room, right? We're not, I'm not, this is not an insult, this is a compliment, right? Which is that those persons understand that, look, what their, the members, the Medicare Advantage members want, the, you know, that's you, the public, they want lower out-of-pocket for prescriptions because that's the cost that they face every month. So what do they do? They increase the benefits on the prescription embedded inside of part embedded inside of Medicare Advantage. Very clear. In addition to that, out-of-pocket maximum for health costs. And this varies a lot. But what you can find. What can you can find is less than in my example here, less than 6120. Yes, you can find this. There's a second element, and this is the part that is not well understood, right? Or thought through. Always thinking about the worst case scenario. And while people are skeptical, and I understand that. Right. The reality is you're not necessarily hitting the out-of-pocket maximum every year. So now reality is you need to probability adjust this. Right? What is the likelihood of hitting the out-of-pocket max? Wow. There's some of you who are going to hit it every year. You know who you are, right? Your cost is so high due to the fact that you've had a situation that just needs constant monitoring and constant cost. I understand that. That for the vast majority, however, you're not hitting the out-of-pocket maximum with 100% certainty. Not every year. Even if you hit it in this year, does that mean that you're going to hit the next year? Doesn't. 
Well, the issue is versus you have to pay the 6120, right? Plus 226 plus RX out of pocket with 100% certainty. And when you consider this, even if you build in error, now the scientists go, oh yeah, well, you know, you could be wrong. So that's variance, if you will, right? You've got, but you forecast the hurricane to hit at a spot doesn't mean it hits the spot. That doesn't also mean that the, you know, meteorology department are morons. No, it doesn't, right? We know this. This analysis, this way of thinking about it is not intuitive until you see it here and now you do and now you can understand why I am thankful to those persons who have looked out for parents. Because this thought process, right, needs assistance. It does. In fact, if you are 90 years old and you called me, right? And said, hey, you know, my Medicare, my Medigap supplement is $490 a month, which is very, very, very possible, right? That, that, that's almost, I wouldn't blink. I would just say, yeah, that sounds right. Okay. The issue here is that, can I do better? I'm almost certainly going to say, okay, find me the other adult in the room that can assist in making sure that you understand what I'm going to take us through as far as the reasoning. Now, <laughs> I was struck the other day because in that particular case, the, uh, you know, in this particular example, 89-year-old female comes on. She followed everything to the letter. <laughs> I mean, it was obvious, right? We were on a Zoom call. Ding. 120 seconds didn't pass by. I immediately could understand that this person understood everything that I just said and just said, like, oh, and they just knew it wasn't difficult. That's the minority. Okay. You can understand I'm the highly regulated, right? So as a result, I have no interest in the fact that a person at that age would then be signing up for a new configuration without someone else at that end knowing full well what is going on and the rationale. Okay. The other day, so that's it for Healthcare Cost Control Center, if you will. Let's just go here. Um, we saw some big headlines. Now I'm going to take us to year end on other matters. And of course, this means financial matters, right? So again, as always, not financial advice, more about financial strategy, financial planning strategy. Certainly, this segment is for that. Let's just take a look at employment headlines here. Right. If we look at the news, what you see, uh, uh, no, 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 employment. Um, non, oh, geez, what am I? What are Non-form payroll uh, reported yesterday, Friday, 
right? Which is uh, another beat. U.S. job market proves resilient. I don't think this is particularly surprising, right? With inflation ongoing, not declining, but just, you know, at at this current rate, but still increasing. It's going to stress out households who need to return back to work if they've not been working. And yet the participation rate continues to decline, which is incredible. We'll have to see. I don't have too many comments about um, about the way that the financial markets actually took the data. I'd probably say they took the data very well. Uh, I would also say that, you know, let's just take a look at what, what the result has been here. We're going to get to my observations here. So very muted at the last moment, very likely to be automated high speed, uh, you know, securities trading to some degree. This is pretty good here, everyone. And it's a comment that I've made to some, right? Which is, let's just go here. Of course, veered off the track already. No surprise. Let's see here. I've used this. Let's say you're in December 31st. You went into a cave. These, the big, the denominator has stabilized. For newcomers to Jay's Corner, right? You have seen a formula, multiple occasions, which is the NPV formula. Right? And I've made jokes about people who are only talking about the numerator, numeratorville, flat earthers, right? Welcome. You too are welcome here until I can get you off that. But in fact, that because the denominator interest, interest rates and time are far bigger, but, and now, as you can now see, stabilized, notably stable, stabilized. So the result of then, can the happy talk of the numerator then recommence? Yes. From that point, yes. That's entirely possible. And that's what you've got. So while I've said it's a difficult year, I've said this on, that it's a difficult year. I said it's also not difficult to understand, right? Because it's actually always been that way, right? It's always been that way, meaning that it has always been denominator first, then the numerator. And since people don't understand the denominator, when they get new news about the denominator, then they're thrown into shock. And then what ends up happening? Well, you've got the NASDAQ still down 30% from the high. War, nah. And all of this other stuff here, 
for example, under Mr. X, under that same spreadsheet where I've, whoops, you expect <laughs> Resident Evil. I don't even know Resident. I think Resident Evil is that isn't like some game. Anyway, uh, Mr. X here, the spreadsheet that we normally use. Come on, you. Not a great time for the internet to quiet down on me. But like I said here, right, as a result of that, for me, you have to accept this. Even here, 60-40 is down 14% for the year. You can see on Jay's corner, I've very frequently pointed this out. Targeted retirement fund, 13.5%. And in fact, what I'm going to say here is that probably, probably as good as you could expect given this set. Now, the reason I'm pointing this out here at the end of the year is the following. It's not over. Right, which is that this this set of rows here now is different, right? Because of the fact that in here, in the non-qualified account, qualified accounts, these numbers, which were a hundred hundred units, right, went down to seventy five. And now are at 85. This is a lot different. So I'm going to encourage people to now, because, and this is why I'm saying that this year has been a very big success for some people, that if you told me we went from 100 to 85, allowing us to, and in addition to that, our cash and savings here now of a sudden have higher in higher yield, right? Because the real problem that we've had, right? Because of the fact that the denominator is that low, there is nothing else. There is no alternative, right? Tina, which is, you know, kind of what the way that the world has worked, right? Tina equals, there is no alternative. So instead, what ended up happening is now, however, interest rates are higher. And this is a big deal, right? Because, for example, let's just go here and we're just going to take some like very simple data. If we go here and go to the bond, go to the bond market, what you'll see is the U.S. two-year note, for example, 4.3, 4.28%. I'll stop here by saying that your access as a private investor, right? It doesn't mean that you're just going to make 4.28%. You need to have some, the difficult thing for retail persons is accessing the bond market isn't the same as accessing the stock market. The transparency of what the price is, of what you're actually buying. You can't buy a particular bond by Ford Motor Company. 
that that doesn't exist. Not really. You end up having to buy a bond fund, which is a rolling set of securities inside the bond fund, which does make it more complicated. If you type in bond ladder, for example, on Google, you'll see what I mean beyond the scope of today, way beyond the scope of today. The point here, however, nevertheless, is that Mr. X here, his life is better if he is a saving, if he's been a saver, right? Which is that, or he has realized, hey, you know what? I didn't really realize what was sitting inside these two line items. And now I opened up my, my statement. And this has been down to 70, by the way, this, this year. But they've gone down to 75 and then take a look in the mirror and go, you know, maybe I need to rethink what's gone on here. And if that's you and you realize how much risk you've been running, whether you knew it or not, this may have been a wake-up call and simultaneously allowing this pink line here. Is this pink? Anyway, the pink line here, which is to say, Cash now can get a higher yield. And now the risk profile, which you, may be more suited for you. And this is a point that I've made a few times during this year, which is you can always check. You can always check. Right? So that, and, I, and I'm encouraging people to do that because we've got a break here. You can see people's retirement funds, people's, Portfolios, whether you've had advice, et cetera, et cetera, and had some you know diversified portfolio, have largely re recovered. Why? Because the why the denominator has stabilized, allowing this to occur. Even if you knew nothing about, you know, Nvidia, Nvidia is at sixty percent from the from the low. Unbelievable, right? That's how powerful the NPV port formula is. We, again, that is probably the subject of another video at some other point in time. We don't have time for that clearly here today. All right. For those purposes, what, what I'm saying is as we look at these other elements, I encourage you to go to other videos here on this channel. On Jay's Corner specifically, I've talked about annuities. I'm ta I've talked about life insurance here. And those are the reason that those videos exist is because they're sitting here in this green. The sellers know that this opportunity exists as a result of the fact that the interest rates are higher. And as a result, the returns here in the, these green items as well have also increased. Why? Because interest rates are higher. Providing these opportunities. So again, for me, at the end of the year, especially, you've got this opportunity. All right, let's keep going. That doesn't mean that all everything's perfect, right? Meaning that on the channel, on you, on Jay's Corner, 
on Jay's Corner. We have seen other videos. Let's just see if we can pull one of them up. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna fumble too much, the answer is gonna be no. Um, let's see here. Ugh. No, I can't find it large because I'm too slow. And I don't want to use everybody's time. There is a video called about Vanguard. And it wasn't something about Vanguard specifically, but about the fact about mutual funds that targeted retirement fund is ultimately a mutual fund. Inside the mutual fund, however, is this article here. So while we've had increase in risky assets, still down for the year by 13%. And right, I'm using this because this is the high end. These guys, this is not the dumb end of the pool over here, right? This is the, I'm quoting the smart end of the pool intentionally, right? Because I'm not, I don't mean it as insult to, to Vanguard, no. <laughs> so nevertheless, what happens is inside here, you're down, 13%. And that does not stop you from receiving capital gains and having to pay for taxes. Right? You'll see it here. It's an example that I've shown to people in the past. Come on, distributions, there you are. This 17 cents is scheduled to be released let's just say, right? When it gets released, you're due the 17 cents. And you can see the income and capital gains down here. That even if lower, that you'll have to pay money in tax terms if you are non-qualified on mutual funds. So as a result, what ends up happening here is that now you can see the ripple effects on the Mr. X. The reason is that because of this has increased your income, this can also affect your health insurance premium as defined here. Because again, under individual health insurance, as well as under IRMA, this is a tax matter. The other day I got sent a message from someone in New York Right, first time they're reaching out to me, and they say, "Okay, we cl collected X for income, and we collected five X in capital gains. That five X is going to be the catalyst for Irma. And no, you're not going to be able to get. You're not going to be able to excuse your way out of that one. Okay, and the point is that the, this is very much to Jay's corner of the channel." Back to the central message, which is we are you are being given information about each of these rows on an individual level, which is a wildly oversimplified approach. Because these barriers here, these little borders on these rows, those aren't in stone. In fact, they're not even in mesh. The ripple effects will affect other areas. They will how you handle it will then ultimately affect the green. It will. 
for those and it in because of that that can then change all the way down to let's just say for example you're 62 years old you ate your job i want to retire if you're handling this well i don't mean this to be a negative if you're handling this well and with some actual planning strategy this is now possible because the affordable care act and the inflation reduction act etc and the health sherpa which meaning the individual health insurance can drive down this D so dramatically that your view of green is different, therefore allowing you to possibly retire when you want. And most importantly, not have to continue on into a job that you didn't want to be in. Those are all possible now with planning. With planning, these are possible now. Okay. Hold on a second here. <laughs> this person. Oh, not Maynard. to block somebody in the chat. I wonder if what's going on. <laughs> oh well. You you can't stop everybody. So what you have uh, uh, <coughs> I promise you there's no such thing as a hot photo of me. Okay. A few extra tidbits here as we close. In addition to these mutual funds, you'll want to take a look at this to understand that this can affect your taxable income. All right. Remember I was telling you that these rows here have leakages. The issue here, and this is the outline to the book, paid subscribers get access to it. Advisory professions are not built to deliver solutions when topics are interact. It's the central message of the book second book, not Maximize Your Medicare, which I believe is still on fire sale at Amazon for like $8 or something like that. I don't think that I can actually mail it to you under my own cover for $8. Anyway, advisory professions are not built to deliver solutions when topics interact. I'm trying, right? I'm, I'm trying to help you in that on that light, right? I've bent over backwards to do so, right? Which is that, as you can see here, uh, let's just see. Uh, yes. So much so you can see that I've joined uh, the Protected Lifetime Income, which is the Alliance for Lifetime Income. Why am I the, always the least attractive in the in the group? I don't know. <laughs> it's my, my mother's fault. She doesn't watch the video. Don't worry. But anyway, you can see it here. Uh, this is Alliance for Life for Protected Income. It's Alliance for Lifetime Income. The Uber. Don't don't get me wrong. I, 
it's a little worrisome to read everyone's else's qualifications. Now all of a sudden, like, wait a minute, <laughs> I'm the dummy in the room. <laughs> like, oh no, <laughs> I have to speak in complete sentences in their audience. Okay, so anyway, here, uh, this is a non-for-profit, but it's it's a think tank. Ultimately, this is a think tank. I, I don't know, this is the fastest way for people to understand what it is, right? It has to do with annuities role in, for lifetime income stability. Oh, looks a lot like what I'm talking here. And you can see why it is likely that, uh, you know, Jason Cyrus, who are the persons who, you know, context to get it to access this group, you can understand why we're on the same page, which is they're very good, of course, and the crazily well-qualified to have research and you can see it here. And now you can see how Jay may fit. Right. I've talked about a lot of different topics from a different pers perspective and Number one being health insurance, not healthcare, right? And these other topics giving you little tidbits, breadcrumbs to things which are more complicated. The reality is, is that my consumer-based information, the information I give to a particular person, for example, privately, is the watered-down version, right? I would tell you that inside of here is far more complicated than what is being shown. This is very consistent with that message because when you look at these persons here of who these persons are, this is PhD as the average. It's a little worrisome <laughs> for me personally. Like I said, now I've got to speak in complete sentences. And the way I describe myself is just enough chops to be able to understand their research. That's probably the case. That doesn't mean that I could conduct research. That's different, right? The difference between MBA and PhD or masters of anything and PhD, you know, we are, we are in a different that galaxy. Galaxy is not even the right, I don't know what's bigger than galaxy, but it's, it's different, <laughs> right? They are, they're originating research with original thought. That's a lot different than me picking up the research and being able to interpret it and explain it to you in everyday language. So those two are very, very different. Nevertheless, it's true. This is a group that is absolutely consistent with Jay's Corner. They know it. We know it. I think we collectively can understand that. And that's why, you know, for certain persons, they've already witnessed it. And the reality is Jay's corner is me watering it down to the level where I think that people can get it and also know that this number here doesn't have to be 60, that there's nothing to stop it from being 50. In fact, I'm going to tell you that the, the reason that the book is this, you know, this far behind is because, I don't know, is that the age at which this is rightfully beginning because of the changing pattern of employment itself has backed up this number 
right? Because now you've got persons working for yourself. You've got persons working as contractors. The highly qualified, don't get me wrong, highly qualified persons want to stay at home or, and as a result, want to do this planning for themselves. They have to put this piece together because you don't have 401k necessarily. The fact of defined pension is gone and gone permanently. What, 20% offer? And those persons are probably from civic duty, meaning from the government, state, local government. And even that is fading. I met with one of my teachers from childhood. Even elementary school teachers aren't having the cover of defined benefit. There's not to throw a rock at somebody to say, you know, it shouldn't be that. Again, that's a different channel. For this, leaving you to piece these together. So you can stick here in Jay's corner. I'm going to give you tidbits on each of the levels, each of these. That is certainly, that's not complicated over here. It isn't. More valuable is the idea of how they interact. Because those differences in inter interaction make enormous differences down here. All right, everybody. Hours up. Otherwise, I'll make a five-hour video. And my voice is hoarse. And I'm exhausted as a result of these different election periods. Don't forget, everyone. December 15th for healthcare.gov. Need, you need to get in there and apply. If you're getting the APTC, you need to make the first payment by the end of this year, the end of the year. Over here, Medicare.gov, Medicare.gov, December 7th, okay? Info at gh2benefits.com. Absolutely feel free to use that. Even though we're here at the deadline, we'll be able to get it. Other persons say, I don't want to disturb you, Jay. I don't want to. That, that's our problem. We will deal with it as we have for years. All right. Thanks very much, everyone. Be sure to like. I always forget this. Like and subscribe to the video if you have liked it. Hopefully you have to share with somebody else. That's the way the YouTube algorithm works. I'm trying to give you high quality information that doesn't exist on other channels in a straightforward way, non-political way, because I believe that people have common sense. It doesn't matter what your educational background is. It doesn't matter what your socioeconomic background is. Jay does not care to be candid with you. I don't care what your political affiliation is. I don't give a lick. However, I do believe that the building blocks of personal finance are knowable. Shout out to Suzanne Normal. I'm uh, Suzanne Norman. I'm going to hijack her use of the word knowable as many times. I'm going to use that every day. It's knowable as long as you keep your common sense, use your common sense, and get the basic principles right. Then you can get and can deal with unknowns. You can deal with developments. You can deal with new products. You can deal with all of it. Questions, comments, feel free to leave in the text below. Thanks, everyone. Have a great weekend.